0: Transform you in the I hate a storm, Help Marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defiant, right? Christ. What's the cost to be the boss, breaking down the walls, we all lean. once the coin guitars? Got the kind of action, never acting, don't no need to scramble to get traction, we make it happen, from 2 four to 4 3 to The founder it. of the Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hit Me Now, Love Me Later, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. The <laughs> hey, you mean now? Love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hell, Hell yeah. Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real talk, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick whiskey, Slapdick cigars. Be true to yourself and see if if some shit changes for the, for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. I said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here on this Merciless Monday on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast. Brought to you by Believe Network and BetOnline.ag. Appreciate everybody on YouTube coming over. On the audio side, come on over to YouTube. Watch it. Join in. Call in. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't be a slapdick. Um, Call on in. YouTube's on my bio link. Everybody listening on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music. Join the uh, YouTube movement. The Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You got the Coach Em Hard, Love Em Harder podcast, coaching show Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5 p.m. Eastern. The Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast, 1 p.m. Pacific, which is right now on this Merciless Monday edition of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. BetOnline.ag has all your NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, UFC, and boxing needs. Go join. BetOnline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell him JB the slapdick himself sent you. Get 50% off welcome bonus if you go over and use my promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Make sure you join. Get 50% off welcome bonus and uh, betonline.ag. Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, all the gear, slap dick gear, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later gear, girls, I even got boy shorts pink and black that say it's a great day to have a great day right on the ass cheeks. CoachJBStore.com, go check it out, join it, and get you guys some gear, some merch, a book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later, bestseller, get you a poster signed by me, a book signed by me, Go on over to CoachJBStore.com and check it out. Appreciate all you guys coming in and joining um, here on this Merciless Monday. Hate me now, love me later style on YouTube. Make sure you pound the like button, hit the subscribe button, become a member, and join today. Lots to discuss over the weekend, obviously. Uh, You know me, I'm going to... I'm going to keep it real still. No questions about it. Um, um, Got to get the quote of the day in for everybody that's yearning for it. Hey, a guy from Germany, I appreciate you calling in or coming in. Um, let me get the quote of the day going, all right? Um, this kind of ties into my day. Um, the beauty of life is not how happy you are, but how happy others are because of you. A lot of us are too damn selfish to even fucking realize who you're affecting positively or negatively. But the beauty of life is not how happy you are, but how happy others are because of you. How many motherfuckers out there can really say that? I don't know. I know I can. That's what allows me to sleep at night. I know all the Twitter gurus think they can, but too bad they haven't helped a soul in their life. Uh, Blows my mind that they they, they just want to talk about everybody else but them. Wow. Unbelievable. But they won't show you their resume. They won't show you who they are because they're just a bunch of fucking slapdicks who hide behind the phone and tweet all day. And they're like 600 pounds and... Fucking wobble bodies sitting around. Don't help nobody, but eat donuts. They help Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kremes. Fucking 2022 revenue. But, ugh. They are horrible humans. And that is what it is, man. Just fucking go help somebody, man. God damn. Quit helping yourself. Anyway, we got a lot to discuss. Uh, That's quote of the day, though. Um... Listen, I know Lucy's in here. I love Lucy. She's, she's always great. Um, who? I want to know. I want to let everyone know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know. I want to let everyone know. Okay? I'm going to turn the hat around and get this thing cracking. <clears throat> Please, ladies and men, too. But I'm just referring to the whole profile picture on your social media, on your online. Um, it's, it's, it's very telling. It's very telling. Profile pictures tell your story. Um, let's be honest. It tells your story. Regardless of how your bio reads, okay, let's make sure we understand. Regardless of how your bio reads under your Twitter and all that shit, The profile pictures are what tells the story. All right? Just want to be clear. Girls' first photos are an ass shot. She's bent over. Her ass is out. Or she has, like, all her titties out, basically all cleavage showing, right? Right? And then the second photo is her in church. And then the third photo is with her and her kids. And then the profile says, A faithful Christian who loves her kids um, and is looking to travel in a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fuck. That shit blows my mind. It fucking blows my mind. The first picture is the one. The first picture is the one, people. It's the one that has her ass out, bent over, or like her tongue out with a tongue ring and a fucking banana right by her mouth. And then she's a faithful Christian who loves her kids, who wants to travel. (laughs) Oh, fuck. People, the first photo is who you are. Let's just keep it real. The first photo, ladies and gentlemen, is who you are, guys. You got they got a picture like some fucking. They got some weed socks. Um, they're they're fucking. They got like a big booty girl on their profile picture, and uh, and then they say, looking for a young, wholesome, hardworking girl who could cook. <laughs> Oh shit, ain't that shit real though? I'm just being honest, ain't that what we see every fucking day? Don't you see all that shit every day? Uh, and I don't do the dating thing, but I would love to see some of that shit. Oh my fuck, I need to get on there and just peep out what's on there so I could, I could do a show just on that shit. The catfishing and all that old crazy shit? Oh my god. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Um, my L.A. Kings tied up the Edmonton Oilers two-two. Finally, got a playoff home win since two thousand fourteen. Since they won the Stanley Cup, um, shout out to my L.A. Kings, man, a true L.A. franchise. L.A. Kings, um, and the Dodgers continue to dominate the league. Um, I don't have a program. Zoe one k. I don't know what program you're referring to. Um, what are you talking about, son? <laughs> um, so the Kings hire Coach Brown as their head coach, Sacramento Kings NBA. So let me get into this. The Sacramento Kings hired a guy who's a Golden State assistant who used to be Cleveland's coach. Coach, you know. LeBron and then had a horrible run with the Lakers and now golden state's good again. So why are we hiring him over Mark Jackson? The guy who actually built the golden state warriors. Um, but nobody talks about, he has to have some dirt on him. Mark Jackson has to have some type of dirt on him and there's gotta be an issue. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, he has something going on, and he did build that Golden State team. Nobody wants to discuss. Kerr did win, yes, but the parts were put in place by Mark Jackson. Why nobody else talks about that? Um, McAfee, uh, I don't know, Zoe, Zoe 1K, I don't know. Let me let me tell you something, son. Are you where are you from? Because it tells me a lot. If you don't know what I do now and for the last four years or so, um, then you're not a football player, son. I, I'm just gonna let you know because football players know where coaches are and who's recruiting them. So I don't know if you're just a wasted six seven three sixty, but if you don't know what I'm doing, son, then either you don't have fucking Google, you're live under a rock in the middle of fucking like. Istanbul, or you're just fucking not very smart, but go find out what I do now, and uh, don't waste our time, okay, son, appreciate you, all right, so, um, holy fuck, man, you gotta be shitting me, Google's a real thing, right, Google's out there, right, (laughs) holy shit, is Google a thing nowadays, or not? This cat says he's in West Palm Beach and don't know that I don't coach anymore. Holy shit. Man, it's impressive. (laughs) Oh, shit. That shit is impressive. (laughs) And you know what? This is the cold part. I don't even like to respond, dog. I got a million messages every day from kids. Like, what in the fuck are you guys doing? Like, you've got to be kidding me. You're on social media but don't know nothing about nothing? It don't make sense. It's got to be a scam, right? It's got to be one of these, what do they call them, trolls or whatever? Oh. Anyway, um, what's Brown's first name to coach? I don't even know what his name is. But anyway, they hired him. My slapdick segment, man, I got I to gotta let you know who it is. Um, Marty Epstein, he's another troll. Let me get rid of this fuck. Holy shit. Um, I can't stand these dumb motherfuckers. I don't even, I just want to fucking just delete all these motherfuckers. I just, I'm so over social media and all this old shit. Uh, let me pull up contrary to belief. Okay. I want to make sure we're clear on this because this dedicated to that motherfucker right there who just don't know nothing. Um, there's a bleeder versus scabber. All right. I'm a scabber. We all bleed if we get cut. Right. But how quickly do you heal? Chris Paul is a bleeder, okay? Ben Simmons is a bleeder. They bleed, um, and they don't heal up. They don't heal. And a bleeder doesn't necessarily mean bleeding like blood and being gory and all that. A bleeder is somebody that gets hit in the mouth or the jaw or the nose. You don't stop bleeding. You can't stop. You get hurt all the time. You get hurt walking on eggshells. Bleeders never come to work. They miss more work than they show for. They still expect money. They stay out of shape. They don't keep their body in full shape. They're not professionals. I, I guess that's the biggest, best way to say it. They're just not they don't have the professional mindset because they're enabled. They're enabled. They want this enabled world. They live in an enabled world and they just want, want, want. They don't fucking earn nothing. And Chris Paul is a bleeder. He's always hurt. He always has a fucking excuse why you don't win. And uh, and then there's scabbers. Like we get cut, we bleed, we scab up pretty quick. But we're there. We're in there. We're getting that work. I give a I give a lot of credit to Joel Embiid. He came he came back and and, and, and healed up and is ready to go to work. Contrary to belief, which is this segment brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Contrary to belief that of the folks like Kendrick Perkins and. All these guys pushing these soft narratives on these players and don't realize that they're affecting the youth. The youth watches your show, you soft fuck. So you want them, Joel Embiid, to miss the rest of the series and season, just give up the ass. Oh, fuck, we're going to get swept anyway. Man, well, we're going to get to that. Prostate versus prostrate. I listened. The reason I came up with this word: some kid I saw the other day told me, "Coach, I got to go get a prostrate exam." And I said, "A what?" He said, "A prostrate exam." I said, "What the fuck is a prostrate exam?" I said, "Son, prostrate means you're laying down, on I think on your belly or something. I'm not sure, but that's not a prostate." Where you have to really, you know, you get a hose or a finger or something stuck up your ass, son. Do you know that? Do you know what you're going in for? (laughs) Because you may come out a whole new man. Shit. Literally and figuratively. You might. (laughs) Do you know why you're going in there, son? Do you know what the difference is between a prostate and a prostrate? Oh, my gosh. All right, sneak peek versus sneak peek. I want to make sure we're clear on the fucking peak here. A lot of you guys don't understand. Do you understand that peak spelled P E A K means or er, P E A K means like I'm going to take a peek at something or I'm going to uh, I'm going to look at something that is take a peek P E E K, okay? A peak, a top of a peak, a mountaintop peak is P-E-A-K. So quit spelling it the wrong fucking way. Okay, just so we're clear. Peak with your eyes is P-E-E Double E -E -E K. Okay, I'm gonna peek at her. I'm gonna peek at this. P-E-A-K means top of mountain, top of a fucking Eiffel Tower. There's a top of the peak. So make sure we're clear with the different spelling of those two things. Um. Jeremiah, what up? My slapdick segment is brought to you by Betonline.ag. They Kendrick Perkins clearly is a slapdick, and I got a personal problem with this soft motherfucker right now because he said Embiid should not just pl- should not play the rest of the season. Um, that they have no chance. Um, even if he comes back, they have no chance. Uh, well, it's two to two now, Kendrick Perkins. Let's stop our competitiveness. Bow out for any little fucking thing, okay? Let's that's what we that's what we're doing now. That's what we're pushing to. We're pushing that narrative. Have you not noticed that? We're literally pushing it on these huge platforms by these fucking suit wearing people, right? Um, stop our competitiveness. Let's just bow out. Let's just fucking bow out. Hey. And let's show our youth that this is the proper behavior so we can suck dildos in our army barracks and continue to be soft as shit. If you haven't seen that viral video, I showed it before. Go see it. I mean, you know, we got our our like 5th Battalion of Army Regiment fucking sucking a dildo in the barracks and seeing if they could deep throat it. That's who's on our front line. (laughs) That's who's on our front line. But Kendrick Perkins says we should just give up. We don't need to play. We're giving. Let's give up. So don't earn your money. Don't earn your stripes. Let's let's not sign. Let's not play to be competitive and and beat someone's ass in a sport that we want to play. We could be friends afterwards. And but right now you're you're my enemy. I'm going to beat your ass and I'm going to win. And Kendrick Perkins must. I guess I'm not shocked that he said it because he missed a game seven for not, nothing major. You know, he, he missed a fucking game seven in an in a, in a NBA title game. That kind of blows my mind. Um, but having said that, it kind of makes sense who's saying it. Do you know the difference, Kendrick Perkins, between injured and hurt? There's a huge difference. Embiid got hurt. He broke an orbital. Got a concussion. That's hurt. It shall heal. He'll go through protocol. He'll be able to come back. So let's just, on the count of rain, just tap out. That's what you want him to do. Just tap out. Fuck it. Let's give up. We're going to concede so the heat can fucking sweep us. And we'll go off into the summer sunset. I'm still going to make my same dollar amount. See, I think they need to put in play to pay pay to get play or pay to get play to get paid contracts you have to play to get paid and there is no arbitration ben simmons you missed the last two fucking years cuz you're soft and mentally fucking a midget you're a mental midget and you don't want to play basketball dog you want to you want to go on the beach with fucking Kardashians or whoever the fuck you fuck with? I have no idea. Um, but you don't want to play no competitive sports. You're enabled like the rest of the generation that I discuss every day. You just want, want, want. You don't want to earn, earn, earn. So why are we paying dudes that <laughs> don't work for it? I'm blowing my mind. Let me, so, can I just sit around and chill and not do shit and make money? Because I can't, and neither can none of and any of us. I don't believe. So, he's setting a horrible precedence. I think Kendrick Perkins is just an enabler, soft, um, and uh, just imagine if 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 Embiid and the Sixers organization listened to Kendrick Perkins, it would have been a sweep. It would be over. Instead, we're going back to Miami tied up, and if I'm Miami, I'm p- pretty scared right now because the pressure's on you at home. At home, um, the pressure's on you, so whew, I don't know. Danny Green, winner. What I always say about my boy Danny, just a nutty-gutty winner. Everywhere he's been, he's just a winner. Shooting lights out, but that is an all-time leading playoff three-point shooting leader. People don't realize how long he's been playing and how consistent he's been playing as a role-playing three-point shooting defender. Pretty damn decent so far, especially in this, thir- in this, fi- in this series against the Heat, who have a great defense. Jimmy Butler's balling out. Miami don't have another second score. Because we have another soft pussy uh, sighting, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, his name's Kyle Lowry. Another bust. Why don't anyone talk about this fat wobble body NBA guard? He's a point guard. He looks like me out there. Have anyone looked at how fat and out of shape Kyle Lowry looks? Why is it nobody calling out this motherfucker? See, I'm going to be an equal opportunist asshole. I'm going to call out everybody. But why is Kyle Lowry getting a pass? I'm, I'm, I've got to know. i got to know. i got to know why this is. i, I got to really know why he's getting all these, uh, why he's getting this pass. Because he sure looks horrible out there. He looks like hammered dog shit. He looks kind of like how Kyrie or how James Harden looked. How James Harden kind of looked. James Harden finally showed up last night and had a game. But, like, if you notice, he has a game when there's no pressure on him. But we're going to talk about that later on. Um. I'm not a Ken, I'm not a James Harden guy. I'm not a Westbrook guy. I just don't believe in those guys. I don't think they're winners. CP3 is a, is the biggest overrated bust at point guard ever to play. Now, I don't know why we give him so much prop love. I don't know why we suck CP3's dick so much. Stephen A. loves sucking his dick. Um, I really don't. I I gotta I gotta. Oh my god. CP3 is the epitome of what a bleeder is. (laughs) CP3 is a bleeder. AD is a bleeder. Ben Simmons is a a bag of vaginas on their period, dog, (laughs) 24-7. I don't even know how else to put what Ben Simmons is. He's just a bag of fucking pussy that bleeds week. Day by day, month by month, year by year. Oh, shit. Ben Simmons, dog. I know for a fucking fact Ben Simmons wears G-strings and fucking pinky toe rings. Um, see, that's why you don't. Juan Patino, that's why you're still not a member because you don't get it. Why was there pressure on him? No, there wasn't no pressure on him. He's not the fucking reason if they go down 3-1, they're not going to blame him. They're blaming Embiid for being hurt and not coming back. So Harden has no pressure. Harden can actually go play now because Embiid is back. See, that's what you don't get. When Embiid wasn't playing, there was pressure, dog. And what did he do? He folded like a cheap suit, like a lawn chair, See, you don't really know fucking a competitive sports like that. You don't really get into it too deep. You don't really know it like that, but you all talk about it. No, there's no pressure on him because Embiid came back, dog. The motherfucker's free. He's just out there shooting freely now. When Embiid wasn't playing, there was pressure. So where's the big pressure on, on James Harden now, dog? Embiid's back. Ain't no fucking pressure on James Harden. Come on, man. You guys are soft. All your takes are soft. They fucking irritate my fucking being. God damn. Why can't he win without fucking Embiid? He's so great. Makes 50 million a year. Why can't he win one fucking game if you're the greatest all-time top 75, homie? You're not even a top 75 right now in this soft-ass NBA. But we want to anoint these motherfuckers way too early. I told you guys how long ago, I would have never put fucking James Harden in the top 75, never put AD in the top 75, never put Westbrook in the top 75. Fuck no. Damian Lillard's bleeding ass, you're going to put him in the top 75? Fuck no. And now you want to keep Klay Thompson out of the top 75. I would have put Klay Thompson in that motherfucker over fucking Dame, Harden, AD. I would have put Klay Thompson in there over those guys. But Klay Thompson don't deserve it either. So, oh. Oh, man. Klay Thompson didn't need in. Come on. Moth of the South. He didn't need in. What's he need in? What did he need in for? If Clay Thompson plays by himself, okay, if he plays by himself, what in the fuck is Clay Thompson? Is Clay Thompson a, a guy that, that you can build a team around? No. Klay Thompson ain't Kobe, homie. He's not Michael Jordan. He's not LeBron. He's not KD. Klay Thompson needs other great players. He's a guy to catch and shoot. Klay Thompson can score 50 and all that. I know he scored 60 or whatever. But he's not doing that by himself with a bunch of fucking role players. See, you you guys equate these guys just way too, like... It's all about the moment for you guys. It's all about the moment. A lot of these guys are quarterbacks. We want to anoint. Fucking Mahomes was the best of all time. Remember just a year ago? He's the best of all time. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. We are the fastest anointing fucking generation I've ever seen in my life. Clay Thompson, top 75. ain't a fucking top 75. Top 75 shooter. Oh, man. Coach Martinez, what's going on? Throwing a Hail Mary here. Sent you a DM. Needs you to help at what you do best. I'm in high school at a... You sent me a DM on what? Man, I got to look, dog. I got so many. Um, What school are you at? I'm trying my best to influence some kids to leave L.A. and sign football scholarships. Leave L.A. where? I don't Just hit me up and talk to me, man. Um Instagram? Okay, I'll look, man. I got so many fucking messages, dog. I, it's so hard for me to look through that shit. Um, I'll check it out. Um email me, bro. Coach JB12 at Gmail. Can't Well i mean, Can't Well, I know Can't Well well. Um Email me, Coach JB12 at Gmail. I'll put it in the chat. Email me, dog, the easiest way. Um, that way I can, I check those like all the time because I got so much shit coming in. Um, Send me what you want to talk about. I'm going on a speaking tour now, man. I just, I've been booked 12 times here. So, um, if you guys, if you want me to come through and talk to them or whatever, just let me know. Um, So, James Harden has pressure. Fuck. James Harden has no pressure? Fuck. So then Maxie has pressure. Then Danny Green has pressure. Then fucking uh, Tobias Harris. Why nobody talking about him? He's been a no-show. <laughs> um, Come on, man. Um, All right. So, I just saw somebody ask me about... Um, The Joker winning his second MVP in a row. Just let me put it this way to you guys, all right? I'm going to put it out there real fast, real simply put, okay? This is why I want to know. I want you to all know how soft we are, okay? And how much politics play a role in all this shit now. I want you to just hear me out on this, okay? I'm going to make it real simple for you. Joker and Steve Nash combined, have four MVPs. Please listen to what I'm telling you. Don't just hear me. Listen, Joker and Steve Nash have four combined MVPs. I like Joker, Xander. I don't think he's not good or nothing. But you're not hearing me, yo. You're hearing me. You're not listening. Kobe and Shaq combined have two MVPs. (laughs) That's my fucking take on Joker winning it back-to-back, dog. (laughs) Can I drop the mic on that? Kobe and Shaq combined have two MVPs. Now, I'm going to put out a question out here. And if anybody says... If anyone says Joker, and fucking Nash, I'll, I'll I'll block you. If we go to the park tomorrow and we play two on two in their prime, Kobe and Shaq versus Steve Nash and Joker, who wins by a thousand points every single time? So. I'm very, very confused on how the fuck these two guys have four MVPs and Kobe and Shaq have two. I don't even care who wins MVP. They're all to me. They're all soft as pussy. Uh, They're dripping wet pussies out there. I don't care who played. I don't care who wins the fucking MVP. I don't care any of that shit. To me, MVP is fucking horrible, and uh, it's such a shit joke. And I, it's just unbelievable to me. Unbelievable why Kobe and Shaq were so hated amongst their peers and voting peers. See, the voters in this thing are a bunch of fucks that never played. Stephen A. Smith has a vote. Why? Why would you give this motherfucker a vote? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just it's just killing me. It's it's unbelievable to me. Um, I just want to be honest, like... Kobe and Shaq have two. Joker and Nash have four. That is the stat of the day. That stat needs to be retweeted, all you fucking Twitter fucking gurus. That's the fucking tweet of the day. I will tweet that out later on, just so you know. There's no fucking way that that's even morally, ethically fucking anything. Close to being correct <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. The most ball, the most dominant big man of all time against, in my opinion, the best player of all time, Kobe and Shaq versus Joker, who who's a seven foot guy who's not very quick, but he's he's a good passer. Da da da. He's fucking the guy who shoots threes. Up top, and I he does do work in the paint and all that because we don't have any bigs in the league. So let's just make sure we're clear. But just imagine that guy trying to guard Shaq. <laughs> Dog, we know Kobe got fucked for the rape charge, but he still was getting fucked before the rape charge and well after, even though he was vindictive. So so the same. So the bottom line is, we know that. But he still didn't have any whale before that. He only has one dog. So look at... I mean, they fucked him his whole career. It doesn't matter. They just... Because he was a competitive firebug and he talked shit and he was talking sh- They didn't like that shit. Come on, man. It started back then. I told you guys 20 years ago it started this soft movement. Um. Uh- Can we get to the bottom of this? Mouth of the South, I don't know what you're talking about. You do know Kobe won two titles after Shaq left, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm lost right now. I got to do so. Hey, so fans and their players, uh, can we, this whole NBA debacle that's going on right now, the the players and their and their families against the fan thing it's getting out of control in my opinion um my take will be different than yours I'm sure of it right I'm sure of it um but can we just make it real simple and put their fucking asses in a box and stop bitching about it why are the family members down here in the um mouth of the south? If you're gonna mouth of the south, whatever the fuck, you must watch Pat McAfee, and you're a following fuck. It looks like you're a fucking following guy. Um, now Shaq carried Kobe. Let's ask how many Kobe won compared to Shaq won alone. How many did Kobe win alone versus how many Shaq did he win alone? And then, but see, people just talk, dog. Kobe won more without Shaq than he did with it. (laughs) Shaq won less without Kobe than he did with him. Why do people talk? I love Shaq, but you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Holy shit. So Xander, you look like a troll. You're out of here. Moth of the South, whatever your name is, you want to be, I guess, Pat McAfee and and that crew because you're a following fuck and you sound like a fucking idiot. You're out of here. Become a member and I'll let you back. Um, I'm blocking everybody, dog. I'm not even in the mood to even fuck with these motherfuckers. I just want to get rid of all these sorry motherfuckers. Uh, so, I got a genius fucking answer. Let's put all the families in booths, in boxes. Do you realize that there's people out here robbing folks in general public in broad daylight? Have you not figured this out, NBA silver, Adam Silver, NBA owners, NBA coaches, NBA fucking players? Have you not realized that cats are out here jacking folks, women, kids, everybody in broad daylight? But go ahead and keep fucking around, putting your family right in there with general population. And keep thinking that it's going to be all good. How fucking hard is it to put you up in the fucking booth? Maybe, guess what? Maybe you don't travel to away games. Maybe your fucking family shouldn't go to away games and sit in the fucking eighth row with little Johnny and his fucking crew. You fucking million-dollar prima donna crybabies. Oh, Jesus Christ. CP3 is so weak, dog. He's so soft. Such a bleeder. Oh, fuck. See, this is going to be his new excuse as to why they'll choke and lose this series. Want to bet? You want to bet? Don't you, What is everyone talking about right now? CP3 going after the kid who supposedly touched his wife or kid or mom or whatever. I don't know what happened. I haven't seen the whole video. And either of you guys. That's the crazy part about it. All you motherfuckers have seen was a mama tapping the white kid on the back. A little ba- a kid. I don't know. He looked like a 15-year-old kid. Who Chris Paul told, I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, my God, dog. Where's the whole video? How is everybody... Seeing that and saying this is the whole video. Like, I haven't seen him push the mom or the wife or anybody. I haven't seen any of that. I just seen the mom tapping this kid on the back saying it's okay, let's go. Someone sent it to me saying how soft we are now and we're condoning it. I haven't seen the fucking other shit. So why is everybody assuming that this is what's happened? Can we see the whole video? Like, you guys are so fucking anointing, dog. Holy shit. Can we see the whole video? And I don't really care. I don't care about the video. I don't give a fuck. I don't even need to see the video. I don't even need to see if the kid pushed the mama, the grandma, whatever. It is what it is. You have resources that no one else has, CP3. You have millions of dollars to put them in a private box or don't bring them. And if you want to put them in the fucking general population, then you need to deal with the hecklers. Period. That's what fucking away crowds are supposed to do to your fucking team. Heckle you. Get under your skin. Why don't we allow competitive fucking edge anymore? Holy fuck, dog. We can't have any competitive fucking home court advantages anymore. Now, did I say that this kid should cock back and sock the fucking mom? No, I did not say that. But I'll be, it'll, they'll say I said it on Twitter, right? Oh, my fuck, dog. We're soft. I can't. It's just getting to me. I don't know. I got to go work in like JCPenney Warehouse or something that I always say. I need to go do that shit. and Just stay out of everybody's way. Because, God damn, homie, we are the fucking worst. You guys feel sorry for CP3, too. That is even the fucking funnier part. You guys feel sorry for this bleeding, soft motherfucker, choke artist, overrated, most overrated point guard of all fucking time, who's a no-show in any meaningful game. Mark my word. I'm telling you, I'm betting my house. He chokes on it, he gets hurt, he uses this as an excuse, or they're going to lose, dog, again, because he just ain't the guy. But we fucking anoint him as the best fucking player? Oh, Prince Tio, he's getting blocked. Not even a, I'm not even gonna talk to him. <laughs> that motherfucker got blocked right out the gate. Oh my god, people just uh, there's a troll uh, session today or whatever they call it. Isn't that shit? Oh my god, you guys got to become members, dog. Or I'm gonna start blocking you real shit. Like if you're not a member, I'm gonna block you guys. Sorry, become a member, dog. It's a dollar ninety nine. Either become a member or I'm gonna have to block you. Seriously, because I'm not dealing with all this shit. Um I don't know, man. You know, put them in the booth, put them in a box. But why are we so fucking worried about the crowd now and so much now if they fucking if they if they fucking you know Hit your people or they call them out their names or anything like that. I get it, but it's been happening for a long time, man. I'm just telling you, all of a sudden, though, we're so fucking in our feelings and sensitive about it. Then don't go to the game, dog. Don't go. But I'll be damned if you're gonna tell my opposing fan base to not heckle me and my family. <laughs> that shit is that shit is like all you all say, that's dead. <laughs> That's just dead. Oh, man. Ex-Michigan State player Payne got killed in a shooting. We got so many cats after their careers dying of getting shot and other shit. Like, what are they doing? What are they fucking doing? Coach, I don't think you get shot walking your doggy. Yeah, I say that all the time. But I'm not getting shot walking my doggy. That's a difference. Like, the, the motherfucker just not outside and it, mowing his lawn, okay? Let, let's get this fucking narrative out the way. Coach, he just, I, like, I get it. There is stray bullets and shit happens. I've seen it happen. I've had friends get hit. I've had a buddy just get hit doing that. But let's just be honest. It's a million to one odds versus all the different things we keep seeing of motherfuckers getting killed. By violence. Because why? When you find out what they're doing. They're in the mix of some shit. And I'm tired of even dealing with it. And talking about it dog. Condolences but. Dog. I didn't force you to be there. You have choices. Life's about choices. And now we're going to come back. And talk about every fucking other thing. That is unrelated to why he got killed. We're going to discuss every other thing though. It's kind of like the profile picture. You got your ass and titties out, but then you're talking about how much of a churchgoer you are and how much you love your kids. (laughs) Read my bio. Your bio don't mean shit. Your ass and titties are out. That's what we're going after right out the gate. You've already given away your fucking real true self. I mean, let's just be honest. Your real true self is already out there. 99% of the time, we get these young cats getting smoked. It's because of something we've done. That's just what it is. I'm taking it from somebody that grew up in it. Trust me. Stop defending the dumb shit. Oh. I think Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry's another bleeder. And should be talking. To, we should be talking about him just like Kyrie and Ben Simmons and CP3 and all these other guys. He looks horribly out of shape. He's fat. He doesn't look like he takes it serious. But you know what? He won a title. CP3 hasn't. <laughs> that's a fucked up. That's just, just let that sit in for you a minute. Let that all sit in real quick, all you CP3 fans. Let that sit in. Kyle Lowry's fat, wobble body ass, looking like me out there right now, who can't run up the court without pulling a hammy, has a ring. CP3 doesn't. <laughs> oh, CP3 fans, I love it. Oh, my God, is he overrated. I think his All-State commercials are fucking way more entertaining than his game. And his All-State commercials win. He don't win, so like uh, shit, dog, I don't know. Can we get into this breaking the code shit? Can we get into this breaking the code? Where did this breaking the code shit come in at? Where'd it come from i gotta I gotta I gotta get this breaking the code shit. John Morant came out and said that Poole broke the code. So, did you see the video Poole grabbed his knee or whatever? If that really damaged John Morant's knee, then Poole has the strongest grip of any human being ever to walk the earth. A, he ripped his whole kneecap out of place, apparently. (laughs) Oh, my fuck, dog. Can I... So Steve Kerr said it. I get that. So did John Morant say it? Being a smart ass to Steve Kerr? I get that. Maybe he did. Okay. Maybe he did. Um, he might have done that. That's not, that's not out of this ordinary. But let me show you guys something. Can I show you guys something? Um, is that also out of the code? Is that breaking the code? Is that breaking the code right there? John Morant, dog. He's fucking holding Steph Curry's leg. Look at that, dog. Oh, shit. Is that breaking the code, John Morant? Shut the fuck up with this breaking the code bullshit. Holy shit, man. Can we get over this breaking the code shit? (sighs) You got to be shitting me. We're breaking the code. Motherfucker, please. You didn't fucking hurt. You didn't get hurt because of that grab. And he's supposed to miss tonight. Dog, I'm just going to tell you. I like the kid's game, and I think he's okay and all that shit. But, dog, he lost all kudo points. To all points for me have been lost. I'm over it. That's just, he, he's just another one of these soft motherfuckers in this generation, dog. I can't do it. I will no longer be a fucking, I'm not like a huge fan anyway. I don't, I don't. See, people overhyped it. I don't really think the motherfucker's that great. He ain't no fucking AI. People keep talking about this AI shit. He's a high flyer. I'll give you that, but fuck. We're in a soft-ass generation. We're in a soft-ass NBA. We're not chopping nobody's across the fucking throat. We're not clotheslining motherfuckers. So, of course, he's a high flyer. Just imagine Dominique fucking Wilkins right now. Can you guys imagine fucking Vince Carter now? That's what people do not realize. They always want to talk that shit about, oh, coach, you, you guys played against plumbers and firemen. (laughs) alright let's switch let's switch it up homie let's come into this generation then let Vince Carter, Dominique Wilkins Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant let them come into this ass generation and let's see what the fuck they do, every single play there would be a fucking dunk from the free throw line you soft fucks let that sink in get the fuck out of here with that bullshit John Morant would not have done this in our generation. Let's just make sure we're clear. (laughs) See, some of you motherfuckers just talk, man. Just talk. Imagine Sean Kemp now playing. Please, some of you older cats in here, please imagine Sean Kemp right now. He would literally drive down the court, throw the ball off the backboard, catch it himself, and do some ridiculous windmill shit. Every time down, it would be a fucking dunk contest in the NBA fucking all-star weekend in a regular game. If you think this 120-pound cat soaking wet is doing major shit, then just imagine what the fuck Sean Kemp, Vince Carter, Dominique Wilkins, and a million other motherfuckers, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, I can go on and on How many, what they would have did. Oh, my God. But, see, don't say he come in. The, oh, they would have did it. No, they wouldn't have. Shut up. Rick Mahorn would have picked Morant up at the waistline and slammed him. And would he have taken a foul and got kicked out? Sure. You know what else it would have taken out? John Morant's fucking heart. <laughs> See, some of you don't think that way, dog, because you're soft. You don't understand it. You don't get it. You don't understand the ramifications of a fucking gangster-ass move. We'll take the loss. We'll take the ejection and the fucking money. But you know what? Your motherfucking ass is going to be nut-checked today. You're going to be nut-checked. We're going to check your little heart, son. I'm going to close line and slam the fuck out of you. And we're going to see if you come back and do it again. Because that's what's not happening now. Please believe it. This shit ain't happening no more. The code. Man, we're so fucking soft. Charles Barkley, I love Charles Barkley. He said it the best yesterday. He said, man, we're so fucking soft. I'm tired of even dealing with that shit. I'm, de- I'm tired of even dealing with that shit. Yeah, it's out to Carlos. I'm going to get Carlos on the show. I'm trying to get him in the XFL right now, but he's so much better than the XFL receivers. <laughs> um, breaking the code. Holy shit, man. That shit's unbelievable. I think I came out and said that the Warriors were going to dominate the Memphis Grizzlies... I said they shot the worst ever and lost by one. And I said, that's bad for Memphis. And I said, it's going to be a 4-1 series. And then I came out and basically said, watch the rest of the series. And then you got all these people on Twitter like, oh, it was a cl- they're one and one. How do they dominate? And I'm like, goddamn, motherfuckers don't listen. They don't get it. With or without jaw, Golden State's going to dominate their asses again. And they're going to go and win the fucking fifth one in Memphis. It's a wrap. I told you that. They just don't match up. And I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with Charles Barkley. Minnesota Timberwolves had a more talented roster than Memphis from top to bottom. With guys like Russell, Towns, and those things. But guess what? Nuts and guts matter. Towns is as soft. He Towns has to be the softest big man I've ever seen. I'm to be honest. Number one. Number two, um... When your rah rah guy is a guy like Beverly and can't score really consistently, then there's no fucking, you have no shot at beating a guy like Jaw and Bane. But Memphis's roster is not very talented. So Bane can score on occasion, but not consistent. And if Jaw's not in there, you have to depend on a Jackson or a fucking Bane or a fucking. Like, who else do you have? Dylan Brooks was hurt, but Dylan Brooks, he's a role player. He's not a guy to take over the game. So, like, they don't really have a fucking outstanding roster. They have a lot of energy, young, depth. But they don't have a guy that could just take over the game and score enough, in my opinion, to beat anyone like Golden State. I'm surprised they got by Minnesota. But... Oh, man, Towns is horribly soft. That motherfucker's soft, his pussy boy. Um... But I got to be honest with this breaking the code shit. Can we just all shut up now? Like, Luca's one of the worst. Morant is one of the worst. Draymond Green all suck their teeth. Cry. I don't know how the refs do it. I really don't know how the refs do it. No fucking wonder we have a referee shortage across America. Think about it. Refs, there's a shortage of referees across America in all sports. And I see why. Like, do you want to deal with these prima donna fucking millionaire fucks? Bitching and moaning about every fucking single call. Luca Doncic is hard to watch for me, dog. Because a lot of cats talk about how good this motherfucker is. Listen, he could score and all that old shit. He don't play no defense. He can't fucking move his feet. He's, he, he, if he don't get people involved... He's literally wasted. Like he's he's killing his teammates, and then his team's not very good either. That's how good he is offensively. He's special offensively, but I don't believe he. I don't believe also he he could have sustained that against playing against Pippen every night, Rodman every night, Kobe every night. I think those motherfuckers would have forced him into, just imagine how bad he bitches now. Just imagine having a clamp in his motherfucking grill like Gary Payton and Kobe and those guys. They would have clamped his ass. He would have been fucking struggling, bitching and moaning and crying. And I just, I hate seeing this fucking crybaby shit, dog. You're a great player, homie. Just play the game and shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. My God. Oh, Luka would have been a liability, dog. Because remember, now, you remember, there was no zone defense back in the day. See, people, you got to know the game to talk about this motherfucker. There was no zone defense back in the NBA. You had to play man. So who the fuck was Doncic going to fucking guard? (laughs) And then if you flip the game around, just think about it. Who's he going to defend on the other end in the post? And then go ahead and play your perimeter game, dog. Understand something. Magic was 6'9". You're you're having the ability to look over these guards right now because they're like fucking guys like Bridges and CP3 guarding you. You can look over the top and find everybody you want. You couldn't do that on Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, fucking Magic Johnson. They were all your height or taller. I'm going to tell you one thing. Dirk Nowitzki won a championship in Dallas without a fucking great team either. You better do it too, dog, or you're never—you're not even going to be p- going down as the greatest Maverick of all time. That's going to be fucking Dirk Nowitzki. Don't get it twisted, Luca. Crybaby, fucking ass. Quit sucking your fucking teeth. You're a 22 year old soft, so sorry fuck. I can't stand these crybaby fucks, man. I—I I like his offensive game, and I—you I, know. I just, he's one of those fake-ass good boys. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to be better with the rest of it. And then the next day he comes out gets kicked out. Because you're a shit bird. You're a fucking fake-ass good boy. How about you shut the fuck up, go out there, play some defense, and go fucking win some games. You just won two in a row. Let's see how bad you fucking suck this next game and, and, and fucking bits and moan about the referees and why you're losing. Go win game five and be up 3-2. And then let's talk. But fucking stop sucking your teeth. Tatum needs to show me something, fellas. I gotta be honest. He needs to show me why I'm so skeptical on saying he is really great. Um, That's why, I'm, to me, I, I could be totally off here. But this is, you know, my takes are a little different than the average fucking. Jason Tatum and Devin Booker remind me of each other very, very much. They remind me of each other. Both can miss due to an injury. They can both disappear when it matters most. So please, the Kobe comparisons between Tatum and Booker, please stop the Kobe comparisons. It's, it's not even in the same Fucking realm. Please stop it with the Kobe comparisons. Devin Booker and Tatum. Tatum was a fucking, wasn't even on the court the other night. When did you ever say Kobe, you didn't know where Kobe was? (laughs) Like, please give me that answer. Kobe got his. I don't give a fuck if they got blown out or not. Kobe got his. Tatum didn't even get his. And you're in a fucking game three of a playoff. Um Booker, he, he had a lot of points the other night. The day before that he was fucking disappeared. He was no nowhere. What do you have? Thirteen points? He was a no show. And then he got hurt. He's a bleeder like CP three. Surprising they play together. Um please stop with the fuck Kobe comparisons, Devin Booker and fucking Tatum. And for Tatum to be considered this great guy, I like his game too. But it reminds me of a Luca. Uh, it reminds me of a uh, of a Devin Booker. You know, they 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 play defense when they want. I want to give you guys a fucking take. Joel Embiid impresses me. Last he impressed me last night, dog. He was guarding motherfuckers. He was guarding um, the point guard Aladipo. That motherfucker was guarding him on the perimeter. Embiid's a freak as far as athletically, and Embiid was out there moving his feet, working his ass off on defense, where he could easily be the guy saying, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play and shit because I'm hurt. I'm gonna give you something on. Oh, I'll half-ass it on D, like Luca does every night, like Booker does every night." Like all these other prima donna fucks. Embiid's out there with his face in the fucking defense where he can get hit in again and break his orbital again, right? And be even more damaging to himself. But he's out there defending motherfuckers on the perimeter. I got a lot. I got a renewed respect for M. B. last night. I really did watching him play the last two games. And I've also have a renewed fucking reality that Kendrick Perkins is soft as pussy. And... He really, condo- he really, really advocated for Embiid to sit out the rest of the year. Blows my fucking mind. Oh, it's crazy. Um, but the Kobe comparisons to those guys are, is ludicrous. Please stop. Please stop it. Did Poole really hurt Morant? <laughs> I gotta go back to that shit, man. Holy fuck, dog. Uh, oh. I like Joker. I don't mind him, but he ain't he ain't fucking two MVPs better than Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> that motherfucker is. I don't know, dog. The game's just different. I don't, I don't care. You know, people say you can't compare generations. Well, you, you can compare eras, and eras need to be compared because the game's different. There's zone defense in one era. There's not in the other. You got rules changes, softness. You've changed completely. Everything's soft. Everything's a review. How long are these games now? Because of a review and a turnover review and all this different shit. And we're gonna we're gonna watch a review to turn overturn. I'm, I'm not turnover to overturn the call. That's how soft we are. Let's overturn the original call. So why are we? Why do we have refs? Why does the refs original call mean nothing? Has there, have any of you thought about that? <laughs> Why do we have refs? Let's just have a fucking robot out there, save it, get rid of them, have everything done electronically and on replay. Like, I don't understand. Why are we having refs? See, back in the day, refs made calls, and we live with them. Football, basketball, whatever it may be. Nowadays, why do we have refs if all the players do is bitch and moan, making refs want to quit, At all levels, right? You got parents jumping out of stands trying to beat up refs in fucking youth football. Like, it's so... It's unbelievable. Why do we have refs if that's what's going to happen? That's just what I'm asking. Like, don't have refs. (laughs) Like, it makes no sense. Let's not have refs then. Do it electronically. If you're going to overturn or look at every fucking call, take 10 minutes... To see if he got hit or not. <laughs> uh, I already talked about CP3 and the family, Joey B. I, I think it's a him problem. I think it's a you problem. Um, and did you see the 17-year-old put hands on him? Because I haven't. I haven't seen it. I, we see half-assed video, dog. We see the back end of a video. I haven't seen no kid put hands on her. Have you? Show me the video. Why do I only see the the mama putting this tap in the back of the kid? I haven't seen the kid put hands on anyone. Apparently, that's what they say. I know you haven't, Joey. Nobody has, because that's the thing. Nobody's seen the fucking full video. And we're all making assumptions that this happened. But to me, CP3 looks like another soft pussy because his rich ass should have put his parents in a fucking booth away from the general population in the eighth row. That's what I discussed earlier, and the NBA needs to take that and change it or don't have them on visiting um, games because I don't like to see opposing fan bases have to control their shit talking to visiting teams and take away the home court advantage. That is what the home court advantage is. So if they can't talk shit and get under your skin, then that's not, it's all good. Joe. That's what I'm saying. If we can't talk shit and get under your skin of an opposing team, then why do we play on the road? what are we doing here, man? Holy shit. And I haven't seen a kid hit nobody. But apparently there's video. Well, let's see the video. Let's see the fucking video. We keep seeing the mama pat the kid on the back like it's okay. And then everyone's sending me that soft shit. But I haven't seen the real video. It blows my mind, dog. That that's what we really are fucking making our assumptions off of. A half ass video. It blows my fucking mind. Man. me my m ms it's crazy to me. I don't get it um Anyway, a lot going on in my life right now. So the vodka is supposedly we're going to launch June 1st, our, our slapdick vodka. Uh, appreciate that. Our cigars should be coming out right around the same time. Um, whiskey's in Tennessee, Oklahoma. We're in about eight other states. We're doing pretty good getting that going. CoachJBStore.com. If you're not in one of those states that carry it, you can order it. CoachJBStore.com. Get you some hoodies, some t-shirts, some hats, some visors. Book, Poster. Whatever it may be, coachjbstore.com. Check it out. Um, last but not least, um, I'm on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for this Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast. And then Tuesday, Thursday evenings, 5 p.m., I do a coach's show, Coach Them Hard, Love Them Harder, um, at 5 p.m. So check that out. Um, i was supposed to leave the show off, but I wanted to end the show with this portion of it. Um I've had seven kids so far sign professional contracts, six in the NFL, or is it eight? Oh, shit, I don't even know. I think it's seven NFL, one CFL, um, eight maybe, or six in the NFL, one in the CFL, seven. I don't know what it is. I don't care. I don't even count. All I know is Calvin Jackson signed with the Jets yesterday. He couldn't release it and let anyone know, um, but a few of us, because... Um, because of uh, the Jets making contract or making roster moves, and Calvin had an opportunity to go work out for the Dolphins, where his father actually played at in the NFL, so it was very, um, probably very. You know, it was a very very hard time for him to say, "Okay, oh, man, I want to play for my dad's old team and everything," but at the same time, you know, you got to go for the for sure pussy over no pussy. <laughs> That's what I exactly what I told him. Um, Alan's in the room. Alan talks to him quite a bit too. Alan knows everything about CJ. They're really tight. Um, I, I couldn't be more proud when CJ when I knew he was signing the other day. Um, I obviously I couldn't leak it or anything. Alan couldn't say anything. Uh, we couldn't talk about it, but I'm so excited for that kid. Um, his father passed away last year. I know how that goes. I know how that is. Calvin was just on this show, right, what, two weeks ago or so, three weeks ago? Um, so it's great to see another one go in the NFL. He signed a real contract, so he, you know, he didn't get drafted, unfortunately, but he signed, and that's huge. And I think he's going to wreck shop. He's going to do a great thing, great job. And, uh, yeah, that was CJ, same guy. Jeremiah, same kid. So, still waiting on Big Tuna, Big Isaiah Edwards to get looked at and grabbed up. But uh, everybody else, Koi Dang is with the Falcons. Um, Deshaun McNary is with the Bears. I had had another DB at Cal drafted who I coached in high school. Elijah Hicks went in the fifth round to the Chicago Bears. Um, Shamari Jones went to the Bengals. Of course, Jermaine. So, now we got Jermaine and CJ both with the Jets. They're going to play there uh, this year uh, great to watch them. I had to come out to New York. Uh, I've been hit up by a couple of the media people. I've done some interviews. Uh, I might have to go out there and see those two guys. Um, or if they come out here, but Hey man, seven guys off of, uh, a Fajuco roster, uh, making NFL rosters and making NFL money and making their dreams come true. That's what it's about. That's why I sleep at night. That's all I really give a shit about. Um, uh, you can say what you want to say. Uh, I'm not gloating. I'm not fucking promoting it. I did a few little videos that someone made me, and I posted them out there. I had all the kids signing and stuff. It was cool. Um, I don't ask anyone for anything, but that's what it is. That's what it's about. That's what those guys are. Um, and I'm just telling you, my, my, my favorite time, it was still year one at Indy. With Alan right here at quarterback, and JB, one of my other quarterbacks, and a, to- a roster that um, wasn't yet as talented, but we won games. We won more games than the school had won in thirty years. We had a winning record, and they were part of the first process that allowed us to become a national, a national household name. So it was great. Brian, fuck, did you email me again, dog? You gotta email me, bro. Fuck. You gotta. I'm gonna send you my t- number and fucking text me because I I'm so busy, dude. You gotta email me though. This won't remind me enough. Um. Yeah, we were loaded, Alan. You know how it is. It's, it is what it is. I. And that's what I love doing: recruiting the best players in the world and, and getting through to them. That's the thing. So anyway. um... Great to see these guys sign, CJ signing with the Jets yesterday, going out there on an invite to camp, ripping it, making some great catches in traffic, doing this thing, getting recognized, making the NFL, making a roster, signing the same place Jermaine Johnson's at, both played both years, the same years with me at Indy, so God is good, you can't even deny it And that shit is crazy how it works out So shout out to both of those kids For being on the Jets Shout out to all the other kids That made a roster And uh It's great to see uh Those guys make it So Yep, if you guys want to call in I'll post the tweet I'll post the link here I'm gonna end the audio side Come in on on the after hours After party uh, Here on YouTube Um Appreciate you guys joining us today on the uh, hate me now, love me later. Come on over to the after hours, and we'll chop it up. I'll put in a chat. You guys can call in, and uh, let me find it. And uh, I'll see you guys on uh, tomorrow to all the coaches out there for the Coach from Harder, Love Me Harder at 5 p.m. And I'll see you back here for Work Boot Wednesday. This Friday, I have a special guest. Amy Lawrence, CBS Radio, who hosted me on her show uh, last weekend or last week uh, to discuss Jermaine and a lot of those guys. I will have her on this show this Friday coming up at 1 p.m. Pacific. Amy Lawrence, former ESPN, uh, current CBS Radio host, uh, great, great, great woman in the business, very, very well respected and known. So, Amy Lawrence will be on here um, this Friday. Yes, she is a legend. So, appreciate you guys. And I'll see you guys Wednesday. And if you're coaches, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my mode, ready to transform you in the I hate a storm. Hell, Mary's, I make it poor. Good ain't lions, you little giants. We've been defying.